think everybody's on mute. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, here we are. My bad. Hey, guys, sorry. Cannon's got me running the show for the first time this week, so I'm uh, learning by trial and error. So, um, And, Dan, I just want to say uh, thus far you've been a great host, man. I, I'm thoroughly enjoying myself over here in the passenger seat for the first time. I can't wait, wait for this trip that we're on. <clears throat> I don't have to click any buttons. I'm just going to be here listening. <laughs> I might speak up every now and then. But it's Wednesday, Dan. I'm in the middle of a freaking tornado watch in West Tennessee. Uh, the storms are rolling in, but nothing's going to stop my fence life. That's the way it is. We we get it out the mud. We dig. We figure it out. We, we work with limited resources sometimes. It's just the way it is. Hey, the power may go out. Dan's got my back. He's got the host seat tonight. Uh, welcome to my fence life. Yeah, I was supposed to have Matt in the uh, green room. I screwed that all up, huh? I think Matt had a key to the stage, and he is here. That's cool. Yeah, I am here on the stage, man. So, uh, how's everything going, guys? I, 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 I got to tell you, the storm rolled through last night. Melanie and I went for a walk right as the sirens were going off. So, tornado sirens are going off in our little town of Waverly here. Clouds are rolling in. It was epic. And we're out doing our – well, I got to get that 45-minute walk in. Uh, uh -huh. outdoors or exercise outdoors so we were out and uh it was a little spooky but then all of a sudden i started looking around and all these people are like the sirens go on where everybody's supposed to go into the house and people are just coming out and look like looking like oh yeah look <laughs> over there that's that's nebraska right the sirens go off and we come out well you look good man you look good yes. i can tell you've been uh you've been doing that 75 hard Oh, Andy uh, Frisella. Am Dan, am I am I blushing? Yeah, you are blushing a little bit. You sexy thing, you. <laughs> nah, yeah, I've been doing 75 hard. So, um, you know, Andy, Andy, uh, he made me mad. Uh, he doesn't even know. He doesn't even know who I am. He has no clue who I am. Probably never will know who I am. So I was, uh, you, you mind if I tell the story? Go ahead, please. So, so there I was. By the way, every good story starts with, there I was. I was in the shower. I was listening. I usually listen to Andy in the mornings because I kind of like that. Let's get up. Let's get jacked up type of a thing. And uh, all of a sudden, he, he said something about the little voice in the back of your head. I think I think he called it my bitch voice. I don't know if I can say that or not. <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah, you Did can. you watch Victor last week? You can say anything you want. Yes. You saw that episode. Yeah. Yes. So he, so Andy was like, "Ah, oh, that little bitch voice in the back of your head. You, most of you won't ever do seventy-five hard because you can't do it." And I was like, "Dude, shut up." So I just kind of, I kind of reached over. And I looked at my phone because I always have my phone in the shower. I put a little cubby hole in the shower, then it makes like a speaker. It works really well. I can hear it yeah. great. So I just went over there. And I said, "Hey, Andy, watch this." Blink. I just hit the old button. I said, oh, shut you up, didn't I? Big tough guy. <laughs> shut it. <laughs> then I sit there and I'm like, wait a minute. How hard can it really be? I mean, come on. Couple workouts a day. I mean, I, I'm managing 75 people here and in, in how tough could it be? To go do two workouts, no alcohol, read 10 pages of a book that's nonfiction, uh, have, follow some kind of diet plan, 
drink a gallon of water. How tough can it be? Well, 44 days later, I'm going to tell you, I'm down about 20 pounds and wow. I'm ready for it to be over so I can have me some beer skis. <laughs> hey, I talked to David Gatto the other day. I was like, David, you lost some weight. Huh? He's like, dude, I'm doing 75 hard. I'm like, yeah. Damn. I'm like, uh, I think I need to do 75 hard. So is this a program you sign up for online? What is it? How, how does this, how do you, how does somebody get involved? It's free. So there's an app on my phone. I download it. I think it's a dollar ninety nine a week. You don't have to have the app. It just helps keep track of things. And you take a you have to take a daily picture. Which, by the way, I I don't like. I hate taking the daily picture. That that's dumb. Uh, you know, some mornings I'm, I'm like this. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm trying to. I can't see a damn thing and. Um, but it's nice because you take the, it's the picture just for you or who sees that picture? I don't know. Maybe Andy's watching me. I, you know, I've done a couple <laughs> of them all natural, you know, I kind of get the little hip shot in there like this. You know how it is, man. If you've ever listened to his podcast, I don't know how many people out there listen to, um, real AF with Andy for but I'll listen every day. And uh, I do too, man. He's, He's got so many out there. You just listen and scroll and listen, and he—he's in your face. Doesn't care. Doesn't like, care. You'll never hear sponsors on my show because you know what? I'm not having anybody tell me what I can and can't do. Right. I do right. this shit for free. You right. Know, talk. No, I'm not kidding you guys. Um, anybody out there? And you know, it's not a diet. It's not a diet. So don't say it's a diet. It's a mental toughness. And I've been I've been going through this whole thing uh, with my men. We you know every Monday we do a Monday morning meeting, and I've been talking about mental toughness. And I I tell them I said, listen, guys, uh, when you're born, your brain is only wired for survival. That's it. You're you're wired to poop, to eat, to pee, to breathe. That that's it. So you condition it. For everything, you're not even wired for fear. Infants have no fear until they fall down the steps the first time. Then they learn, ooh, that hurts when I fall. It's the same thing with us in business. You know, my I live in fear every freaking day because I failed. I filed bankruptcy. I've told this story. You've all heard me say I was embarrassed. I I humiliated my family. It really sucked. I had to rewire my brain and say, you know what? I'm going to do it this time and we're going to do it right. I'm going to do it better. I'm going to take better care of my people. I'm going to, I'm going to eat last. I eat last always. These people out there are like, oh, you got to pay yourself first. Got to pay. No, false. You've got to take care of your people first. You eat last. You'll be okay. You're the owner. If you need an extra hundred bucks, you can always go get it. They can't. So take care of your damn people. So for me, here I am preaching to my guys, telling my guys this, and I'm walking around. I'm 232 pounds. I can't jog down the hallway in my building. I, I feel like crap. I can't even bench 170 pounds. I couldn't bench 170 pounds. I said, that's it. I'm, I'm going to do this stupid. Matter of fact, I made the announcement in Nashville. Uh, in front of a whole bunch of stainers and pressure washing guys, I told them, I said, listen, 
I don't even know if I want to tell you, because once you tell somebody you're going to do something, now you're going to held accountable. Hmm. Now you have to do it, right? Hmm. Otherwise, people are like, hey, you said you were going to do that. I don't know. That's right. the beauty of it. Right. So tell somebody, I'm going <laughs> to, if you're going to do it, tell somebody, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make this happen. Now, I will tell you, the diet thing for me wasn't that hard because um, <clears throat> actually being consistent in my diet was really hard because I can go the whole day without eating. But I then I come home and I make a big old T-bone, a big old potato, <laughs> a whole bunch of corn and stuff. And then I have me a bowl of ice cream and I just love food. It gets really, I can go all day without eating too, Matt. But after 7 p.m., it becomes really difficult to stop eating. Do you feel that? It, yes. And do you ever walk up to the fridge and do this? Just look at it? <laughs> yeah. I love this guy. <laughs> and you're not even hungry. What the heck is the matter with me? No, it's been good. And, you know, um, I will tell you, I've had a great support team here. Um, Rachel at work is doing it. Uh, she looks great. Uh, Melissa here at work is doing it. She looks great. Uh, my wife is doing 75 soft. Have you guys heard of that? No. 75 soft. Yeah, it's the uh, Matt and Melanie program where she wants to walk every day, but she doesn't want to go without the alcohol. Oh. So Melanie is on like the uh, 75. Hey, Alex. That might be what I'm on. Yeah. So speaking, of, uh, speaking, of, speaking of soft, can I show you guys something? Yeah. I got my handy dandy my salesman cup. I got this here. Isn't that like, cool? I have to have this. Matt's coming. I have to have this out. Yeah, it's really cool. I love it. I will tell it's you something. I got one of those a couple years ago and law and it's lost somewhere. Somebody stole it. Everyone loves those cups. This so this cup, um, this is this is a silly print cup, by the way. And we have these in our house in our cupboard. We have like big and small. This is this is fine uh China at the Johnson house. <laughs> this is what we use, is these, you know. But anyways, speaking of 75 soft, this is what I'm drinking tonight, guys. Um we always like to show what we're drinking. This is a Bud Light next. And and listen, we are not sponsored by Bud Light. And we don't want to be sponsored by Bud Light. But this is a zero carb, super crisp light beer. This is zero carbohydrates and 80 calories and 4% alcohol volume. So buying alcohol with no calories. Matt asked me prior to, to the show. He said, man, how does that taste? I was like, man, imagine if this was a bush light and you drank it down to light right here. And, and you put it back up water. That's about how it tastes. That's not bad necessarily, um, but it's like um, there's a hint. There's a hint of beer. You know what I mean? So, hey Dan, Dan, Dano. Yeah. Hey Dan, do you mind if I call you Dano? So you know, I had this conversation with my son the other day. He called he you Dano? calling me Dano a year and a half ago. Does he know who Dano is? And now everybody. Calls me Dano around the office. me. Cannon. Dano. Yeah. Dano. Dano. Who is Dano? Is, is that a, is Dano? that a, is that Book a, him, Dano? Uh, Book him, Dano. Yeah. Oh, I think we just aged ourselves, Dano. I've never heard of that one. Hey, uh, so did you remodel? What's going on back there? So when I when I got this office, we just went in and painted, car, did carpet and everything. It just got in, and I wasn't able to do everything I wanted. So I spent all weekend here, had guys working, and um, 
we did uh, Dylan's office, kind of similar to Cannon's, and we did some work in my office. So I'm uh, I'm uh, trying to get it all nice and you know decorated, man. It needs to look nice behind me. Looks good, man. Looks good. Oh wow! Look Thank you for the comment, guy. my fence life. <laughs> Coming on my fence life. I love it. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, you say you say that Dylan's office is, is like mine, but man, do you realize this is OSB plywood behind me? That's what that is. Matt, do you know what a toilet paper entrepreneur is? Uh, no, tell me about it, Cannon. <laughs> I don't know that I can explain this, but a toilet paper entrepreneur that, that's a that's a first of all, that's a book. Written by Mike or, or Dan, you Mike, Mike McCalkowitz. <laughs> He's the one that has the pumpkin plan. He wrote Ooh. several books, The Toilet Paper Entrepreneur, The Pumpkin yeah. Plan. And Dan, I, I'm saying this, but you introduced me to both of these, okay? But The Toilet Paper Entrepreneur, that's what I am. The Toilet Paper Entrepreneur can, can make it work spending no money, okay? He doesn't have to go out. It's like, okay, it's like the guy that says, hey, I'm going to start running. There's a guy that says, I'm going to start running. He goes down to uh, the shoe store and he spends $400 on a pair of new tennis shoes. And he hasn't even ran yet. You know what I mean? And he's like, ah, yeah. I'm going to see if I like it or not. The toilet paper entrepreneur is like, hey, you know what? I don't have any shoes, but I've got these work boots and they're kind of comfortable. And I'm going to I'm gonna start running in those, you know? Yeah. And, and so that's, that's what a toilet paper entrepreneur is. And li literally, for the first four years at Jackson Fence, I had an old door and that was my desk. I have upgraded now to this nice uh, mahogany, uh, what do you call it? With words? It's not real mahogany. It's just kind of printed on there. Yeah, this nice mahogany press board desk that has these huge scratches down it that was given to me, okay? Uh, there was some nonprofit organization that didn't need it anymore. I said, I think I can use that. I'm kind of a nonprofit in a way, right? <laughs> but anyways... So, so we got this OSB on the wall behind us. This was a garage, and we just kind of like painted it, put some wood up, and now it's an office, okay? And it's an office that we can even go live in. But that's a toilet paper entrepreneur. So I say that because um, a lot of guys, I feel like, I don't know, you can make it work with what you got. You know what I mean? There's, there's right. extras in life. You know, I think I think if, if you're in business, you should, you should invest in your business. You should have the equipment. You should have a truck. You should have this. But even me, like I'm, 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 I don't know. Uh, can I say this, Dan? I'm 100% Jewish when it comes to running my business. I want my truck to last forever. I want the trailers to last forever. I want the equipment to last forever. You know, okay. uh, and, and I, I'm bad about that. I'm terrible about that. I will, I would, you know, it'll be six months past due to change it out, and we're still using it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, he, grew, he grew up in a Dave Ramsey house too. Very much. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know what? A lot of things that Dave says is right on. I just don't agree with everything he says. But uh, yeah. every chair in our building was given to me by my insurance guy. We've never bought a chair. Really? Yeah. We've got chairs everywhere. Uh, well, Dan, you sat in our chairs in our, in our office. All those were free. Really? Now, I did, when we moved into this new building, I did have a local guy make my own desk because I knew exactly what I wanted. He made these shelves back here with the uh, made my, my windows seals. And, but I also, um, we, we, we 
we ran our business out of our house, out of a storage unit, out of a really, really crappy building in, in Waverly or in Lincoln to building this. And um, I love it. I love our office. I love where we're at. I love having people come and get into my bourbon cabinet, Dan, and, and just help themselves. I, I really do. Guilty. I love it. Yeah, I love it. And that, that's what it's for. It's there for you. It's there yeah. for you and Joe and us to sit around. I can't wait. Matter of fact, I, I asked uh, Sean King uh, if he was going to make a stop here this summer because he's doing a tour or something. And I was like, hey, stop here and have some steaks. And I was going to see if we can't get a little powwow together and come in here and talk about some other cool business stuff and kind of yeah. have a little club get together. I've got a whiskey cabinet on order from my office, so I got to have it. <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. What else? What else is going on in the world? Oh, man. Uh, growth. Growth is happening. Growth is hard. Growing pains is hard. Uh, Are you feeling it, Cannon? Yeah, every day. So the other day, uh, I called you, you know, about some QuickBooks problems. You were like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but then yeah, when I, I told you what it was, hey, you were like, hey, did I answer? You sure did. You sure did. And, and you I said, told you, Matt, I and need you're, three minutes. And, and, and I looked at it on my phone. I said, man, I've, I've had you for nine minutes. Listen, I appreciate your advice. I think you told me what I needed to hear, and I appreciate it. And I'll see you Wednesday. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I really, I really, I know, I know right where you're at, man. And um, what a scary time. Uh, it's it's you know, weird how things change. It really does. Yeah, and it's going to keep changing for you as you grow. And um, and Dan, you can attest. I mean, every growth is a little bit different change. And and I, I mean, I, I I I can remember being on every single job site. I can remember knowing every single job we did or are doing. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't have a clue. Yeah, I got people call me and they're like, hey, uh, I see your truck and they'll send me a picture of it. And uh, I'm like, okay. And I have no idea where that is. I know which crew it is because I know who drives that truck. I have no idea where they are, what they're doing. You know, I mean, I, I know what they're doing, obviously, but I don't know where they're at. I can't. Right. I used to be able to drive down the street and be like, oh, yeah, I did that job. Or we're making a left-hand turn and be like, yeah, second house on the left, I did this one. Yeah. Now? We drive through a neighborhood and, you know, Pepper will be like, man, that's a lot of Fence King signs. And I was like, yeah, I was kind of noticing that. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. It's exciting. And I love where yes. we're at right now. I don't want to go back. Um, I do not want to ever do the one and a half to three million again. That that jump. And we did it in about 13, 14 months. Um, but that, yeah. that about stressed me out to the max. That's uh, where because, I'm at, man. It, it took me a while to understand that growth in expenses is completely different than growth in profit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you, no, 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 I don't. You can spend some time here, Matt. So, so <laughs> I think, I think you I, should. I think you should. So, you know, so from 2009, one, I had a full-time job. So I was working a full-time job, plus growing our business. So for 2009, 2014, 
um, we, we were, we were right at about that 800 to a million and we just hung there the whole entire time. And then on August 24th of 2014, I burned the boat, right? I, I left my job. I, I, I burned like, I not only did I burn the damn boat, but I burned the bridge. Cause I, I said, Oh really? I said, I don't know if you know about this, but I get it fired up. <laughs> and I was fired up. And when I, well, I would like to think I'm getting better at controlling my emotions because emotional toughness is uh, something that I've been working on. But back then I was, uh, my temper would go and I would just say whatever's on my mind. And let me tell you what, when I get on a roll, I can machine gun the F-bombs out and I can tell everybody in the room to GFO. And I don't mean go fence off. You got me? So anyhow, I burned the boat. I burned the bridge. I went, I woke up on the 25th and I went, uh-oh. I just threw out $100,000 salary, a free vehicle, free phone, free computer. Now I'm going to have to start making that money for me. Or, or So I, I took a cut, right? I went down. I paid myself $48,000. I actually didn't pay myself anything until the first of the year because that's what I wanted to start. And I said, all right, let's go. So we pushed on the accelerator. Next thing I know, 13 months later, we went from basically about $1.2 in 2014 to the end of 2015, $3 million. Wow. And it was, I mean, it was a garden hose coming out. I mean, we were driving. I'll, I'll never forget one time uh, Scott, Jamie, and I loaded up and we drove uh, to Jackson, Tennessee and did, uh, it, what's the uh, minor league team there? The Generals. The Generals. The Jackson Generals. We did that which net. Is, which is no more, but that's nice. But we did that net at that ball field. Um, we, we worked all day long, drove all night long to go clear up to Lansing, Michigan, to do another net, to drive all the way back, to be back here, to be, to go Monday on a fence job. I mean, so we, it was like, literally we were running, we were taking turns driving and sleeping in the truck and we're running on nothing. I, I mean, it was coming at us full steam. We were hiring people. We were firing people. We had tons of turnover. We didn't understand culture. We didn't understand how to take care of our people. Um, we had a very small line of credit. I didn't understand that I needed to be talking to my banker all the damn time and, and like be going in there and talking to him without needing anything, right? Go talk to your banker before you need something. Go talk to your, you figure out when you need a vehicle and try to get one, find one before you actually need one where you're in panic mode. So all this was happening and we had we had bills hitting the door, and I didn't know how to approve them. I was trying to sign checks and, and do all the checks and monitor all the checks. I had a new account. Oh, my gosh, guys, it was terrible. I I, I can't even – I don't ever want to go back to that again. But I got at the end of the year, and I thought, holy cow, we did like $3.1 million. So I thought, well, when we did about $100,000, I made about $100,000 Paid myself a good wage and made about $100,000. So uh, I should be making about $300,000, right? <laughs> $77,000 that year we made profit. And I'm like, and I didn't even have the money. It was tied up in jobs. So I had no money. The bank account was freaking empty. And I'm like, holy cow, this sucks. I don't want to do this. This, no, I worked way too hard to not make anything. And everybody's like, Matt, we bid that job and that job, we marked that up. We made great money on that job. Well, we, we used all that money to 
paying for another job because we were growing so fast. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't keep up with, and I didn't have my line of credit extended. So I could use some, some banks money to float us through things so we could keep some cash on hand guys. It was awful. I, I never, ever want to do it again. If I do, I want to spread it out over about two and a half years, you, which, which is a problem, right? Patience is a problem with all of us, with, with everybody. I would, well, let me speak for myself. Patience is a problem with me. But I also noticed that patience in your team is a problem also. And I also found out that I was pushing everybody so hard and couldn't keep up with everything. Instead of slowing down and grooming people and taking times, I was just forcing people into spots they didn't want to be in. Mm-hmm. And they were, I was losing people left and right. Now, my core group of guys stuck with me, Jamie, Scott, Max. I mean, the guys that have been with me stuck with me. They saw the vision, but I spent more time with them. The field guys, I I just ran them in the ground. It doesn't work. That's why culture is so important, too, in, especially in growth. Um, and taking care of your people and eating last is still – I'll live I'll live and die by it. And, and I'll, I'll tell you – the more and more I talk to people that are successful, which, by the way, success isn't measured in your bank account because you don't want to be the wealthiest guy in a cemetery. Did you hear me? That's not the measure of success, folks. A whole bunch of money in the cemetery doesn't do you any good. So take good care of your people. And I'm passionate about that. Doggone it. We've got to make sure we take good care of our people. Doesn't matter. No matter how high you stack your pack, that damn hearse doesn't have a luggage rack. You can't take that crap with you. So take good care of your people. Now, I'm also learning that I have to physically and mentally take care of myself. I did not understand that. Tony Robbins taught me that. I'm a huge Tony Robbins student. And he taught he taught me, he taught, once again, all these people, they don't even know who I am. And I owe them a big thank you. Maybe I'll write them a thank you card. Hey, Matt, you're talking about eating, eating last. You yes, know, sir. last uh, last February, we went up to Stain and Seal University. And then the 1st of March, we went right back. Like two weeks later, I was right back at Cannon's place. And we did a uh, we did a thing at Cannon's house with Sean. On the way back, Dylan and I were talking. We're like, hey, we can't do this, man. Uh we, we got to get a salesperson. So we pulled our guy, Zach, out. And I'm like, well, we don't, we, we you know, our credit line, we're, we're here with our credit line. We can't go anymore. So, all right, just take my truck. So it just so happened I was remodeling my house. And I was living in the same apartment complex as Zach. So he would walk across the apartment complex, come get my truck in the morning, do do estimates all day. And then drop it off in the afternoon and walk back walk across uh, the apartment complex. Well, then my guys flipped the truck on the interstate. Oh, oh, that's right. I, I remember you talking about that. Yeah. So my CPA is like, look, this is not really the time for you to buy a truck. You need to surrender yours. And I'm thinking, Wait, I thought I owned this company. <laughs> right. don't, you, don't you love it when your CPA, your tax attorney, and, you know, they're like, ah, no, you can't do that. You know? Pepper's been trying to get a new car for a year now. And they're like, nope, nope. So anyway, 
Um, I surrendered my truck and I literally, I have not had a vehicle since March of last year. Hmm. And in December, a buddy of mine was like, Hey man, I got an extra car. Take it. So it sat in my driveway and, uh, I just used it whenever I needed it because I was working from home and Friday, I finally went and bought myself a new truck. But my guys, I thought my guys would be like, oh, boss man's got a new truck. But they're like, what's about time? Yeah. They've been seeing me drive this little 2006 Toyota Camry around. Big as hey, I am. Yeah, yeah I'm telling you, Dan, that, that, that's a good thing. So I've done the same thing here. I, I'm telling you, I in the last 10 years, I bet I've drove 13 different vehicles, maybe 14. Because and they all they all become a part of the yeah. I'll find a truck and I'll be like, all right, I'll take that truck. Yep, I got it. I drive it three four months. All of a sudden, a crew needs a truck. Oh well, take mine. I'll I'll drive our old Jeep or I'll drive my old 2004 Tahoe or whatever mm -hmm. or anything. And then I'll find another truck. All right, I'll take that truck. I take that truck. Drive it around for a while. Oh oh, the guys need it. I'll take my truck. But I will tell you. I did buy myself one of these. See this? Oh, the Bronco. I bought one of these. Did you get it yet? Um, I got it. It's parked outside. And gentlemen, I love it. Nobody's getting that one, huh? Mm, I don't know. I'll probably give it to somebody. Yeah, I will. That's what I do. Um, I, 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 uh, I really like. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I want to keep it for a long time but once again man i could really make somebody's day if i said hey why don't you drive this thing for now on and and they'd be on cloud nine and i just really like trying to make people's day i like trying to make people smile that's that's why sometimes i'm really goofy um because i just dano i just want to see you smile buddy <laughs> always a smile when, when Woo! With Matt's around. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, yeah. So, uh, what else? Uh, so, yes. Uh, we're, talk, we're talking about that growth, man. We're talking about that growth and how hard it was and how you don't want to do it again. And, and But does it get easier? Like, at what point does it change? Uh, yes. Right? Yes, it does. It does. As long as you surround yourself with people um, that you have inspired. Uh, oh, hey. So, I took Casey. That's Casey, by the way, making a comment there. I took him. So I built a track. And I got a jump. I've jumped this thing like three feet off the ground. And I've done it like 50 times. It's it. So I put it in Baja mode and I just hammer that thing. And I go flying across the field at like 70 mile an hour. And I just slide <laughs> around the corner. And then I built this like super like 27 degree incline that I climb up and I swoom around the whole pond around Lake Mallard, which is powered by my salesman. Remember Lake Mallard? I told, I told you guys I was yes. building a big ass. Yeah, the vision. Uh, the vision. It. Yeah, it, it's out there, and I, I race around it. I'll, I'll send you guys a little drone uh, picture of it because I had the drone follow me around the other day. Yeah, uh, Rachel it, said she took a ride with you. We were talking to her at uh, Fence Tech. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. get in the truck. It's so much fun. Do not get in the Bronco with Matt. Yeah. They wanted to put a GPS on it. We're getting new GPS tracking systems, and it apparently rates your driving by how hard you accelerate and how hard you brake. 
And let's just say I would probably fail on the rating because I <laughs> accelerate and break really, really hard. But, but anyhow, uh, the growth, you know, back on the growth thing. Here's the other thing, too, is I told you, Cannon, remember one time I said, listen, you've got to do this every week. You've got to be in your books. And you're the kind of guy that wants to be out in the field more than most. So for you, you really uh, need to set time aside to make sure you know where you're at in your books. And and as you grow and you get more people invested and you figure out your report, like your, uh, the gal that does your books, she's, I love the report she sends you now, right? She ties in a little bit. Hey, we got this coming. We got the, now yeah. you've got her engaged in thinking you have inspired her, right? Remember what I yeah. told you earlier? You yeah. can either bribe somebody, pay a bunch of money and, and bribe them to do their job. Or you can pay, pay them a, a good, healthy, fair market value or a little bit higher and inspire them. That's what you did for her. Dude, she's 100% invested in you now. She she knows what you want to see and hear. And, and she knows that you're struggling. So she's going to work really hard. You, my friend, have inspired. That's the ticket. Hey, it's forces, it, when, no, it forces her. Yeah, go ahead, man. No, no, I'm just going to say I've seen the report. Remember you sent it to me? You're like, look what Sheena sends me. I was like, damn. This is and, I, and I'm going to say, Matt. Uh, I guess I just wish to kind of talk about what it is. Every Friday, Sheena, she's our I call her I call her my right hand guy. You know what I mean? Like yep. she's like she's like my uh hey, don't forget you got a, a appointment, you know, or don't forget, you know, that type of person, right? So and sometimes she get on my nerves. I'm like, Sheena, I got it. Leave me alone, you know. But she is, she is, she is into it. And every Friday, uh, this come from Matt, and Matt, you told me that. I don't know if I should even talk about this. I kind of let it slip before on uh, the art site deal we did. But Matt was like, man, I've never told anybody about this. I've never told and anybody. He, I was too embarrassed. He, dude, I guess I should be really embarrassed because I'm fine. <laughs> I follow this. So anyways, I told Sheena, I said, look, this is what we're doing. All right, every Friday, uh, once you feel like you got all the, uh, all the expenses put in, all the bills that we're going to pay, they're paid, all that stuff has happened, okay? I want you to type me up an email. And this is, I'm just saying exactly what the hell Matt taught me. I don't, I don't even know at this point. I'm like, look. And the first one, it was wrong. I asked for the wrong reports. I was like, look, I want you to type me an email. I want you to tell me. A-R-A-P. Um, A-R-A-P. And then we, we, we have an AP uh, summary and an AP detail. I, I now get both of those. And I like both yes. of those. Right? Yes. Uh, and I also want to see a balance sheet every week. Okay. Well, and a list of what you're paying next week so you can make sure you know what bills are going up. And, and so far, I've, I've been, I, I don't know how that's supposed to work, but I, I take that AP detail and, and I'm the one telling her what we're paying. You know what I mean? Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm taking this report. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at who's yep. not paid us. And why, why is this guy not paid us yet? Do we need to go steal his house from him? You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm looking hey, at. It, and I'll, I will tell you, Cannon, that's what's going to change. So eventually, you're going to want her to tell you this is what I'm paying this week yeah. because you won't be able to keep track of it all. And you're going to want her to say, hey, I've contacted boom, 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 boom on payments. And that money should be coming in here, 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 here. So now we can start doing forecasting. And you're going to, as you grow mm -hmm. and more and more pile on, you've, you've got that trust her with more and more. I did exactly what you did. I used to say, okay, 
yep, all these bills are good for paying. Why don't you go ahead and pay this? And by the way, um, next week, I want to make sure this one's out by Monday or Tuesday. Now, I don't do that at all now. I don't, I don't, I don't tell her what to pay at all. Matter of fact, I send an email. Hey, how's things go? Like uh, if I'm sending a check to somebody, I send an email. I don't even know when it goes out because it's that I can't, I can't funnel down to that level anymore. And that sounds terrible. I don't want, by all means, I'm not saying that I'm this big shot. I, I'm not where I'm just. You've inspired people. You've inspired people to do what at one time was a, was a pretty high level position, right? Yes. That's what's happened. So oh, yeah. you're not, you're not, you're not saying, you know, I don't take that any kind of way, but uh, anyways, every week, um, I don't, Matt, when did you tell me about this? What's it been three months ago, maybe? Probably something like that. Uh, no, three or four. Yeah, yeah. We had just come back from Kentucky. Let me clarify something. Yes, you're right. You handed me your thing and said, hey, I, I, I need help. And I didn't want to do it. Matter of fact, because guys, remember. Um, <laughs> I, Matt said I didn't want to help. I didn't. I was scared because I don't know if what I'm doing is right. Because no one taught it to me. I just had to figure it out. And that's why I told both of you guys, I love this because hopefully somebody's listening going, man, I want, I want to do a Friday report. I need, I need a Friday report. I want a Friday report. And what's this damn Monday morning meeting thing. I want to do a, uh, um, I want to do a, a Monday morning meeting or a Tuesday morning meeting or what it is. And by the way, Dan, I sent you a text the other day. I want to come down and, and do a Monday morning meeting with you. I want to be a part oh, of it. Wow. No charge, no charge, no nothing. I just, as a friend in the industry, I just want to come down and get them jacked up. <laughs> right? Is that cool? Yeah, man. Let's do it. I'm down. All right. I'm going to come I'm down. down. I'm so, you know, I'm, I don't have issues collecting, collecting money, man. It's funny. Yeah, we, we don't we really don't anymore either. Well, in our commercial jobs, well, that's it's tough good. because there's the, the retainage that they keep. Remember, you have to keep they yeah. they keep the either five or ten percent, whatever the contract says. So you've got to learn how to survive without your profits. And sometimes that you don't get that until seven eight months later. Yeah, it would care. but but eventually eventually you do get it right. Y yes, yes. And, and, and there's a bond, there's a bond on the job. So you guys want to talk about commercial construction real quick, just for a little bit. Can, can, can I open this up? Yes, we do. Yes, yeah, we do. Can, we, can I open this oh, up? Yeah. Hey, by the so, way, so. I'm not stealing your show. Remember, it sounds like it. <laughs> Dano is the host. I got the host. Hold on. Can I mute? I think I'm just going to mute Cannon. Let me see. So, <laughs> hey, look, so, so this year we have, we have done more commercial projects than, than any before. Okay. And a lot of those have been, what I like to call private commercial, a business might call you, right? Is that really commercial? Well, it's kind of commercial, you know, specification, this business to business. But we've also started doing uh, projects for general contractors. Okay. And this is, this is the stuff they, that, that they don't teach you. They don't, there should be somebody out here in, in this world. This is, Hey, Oh, you want to go into business? Let me, uh, Pay me five hundred dollars a week. I'll, I'll spend four hours with you every week, and I'll hold your hand. Like that person sh should be <laughs> around. You know what I mean? I don't know. But anyways, there's so much to learn. So we started doing uh, commercial contracting in 2021. 
Okay. And it's so silly, Matt. We talked about this. I, I don't, I'm an open book. I don't care to embarrass myself. People might look at me and say, damn, this guy don't know anything. Well, guess what? No, you're right. I don't know anything, but I'll tell you what I do know. I love my job. I love my, my community and, and I love my people and we're going to fuck, we're going to do it. Okay. Sorry. But anyways, <laughs> we did like the first commercial contract, the first really nice commercial contract we had was like a, I don't know, uh, $60,000 job. I was like, oh, pumped up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we do the job. Uh, the anticipated 60 day thing happens. Everybody's like, oh, you got to wait 60 days. In their contract, it talked about bonding. I called my insurance lady who happens to be my mom. I'm like, uh, <laughs> Keith Pace got my beat. Thank you, Keith. Uh, so I call, I call my mom, I'm like, mom, I need a bond. She kind of talks me out of it. She said, I don't think you have to have a bond. Read that again. I read that again and I didn't get a bond. And so we did the job and we did the job like super hella fast as well. Like I was like, we're going to impress these people. You know, right. we're going to like res respond to emails within minutes. We're going to call them. You know, I found out that they needed a, a, an update. I, I found out that every two weeks they have an update and, and they were, they were calling to get that information. I said, look, before, before, on Wednesday, call them. Call them. Don't let them call us. Call them. Give them. Up, give them the update. You know what I mean? Right. Like really win them over. You know what I mean? And so we do all this stuff. Um, get the job done. Um, hey, how do you like it? Oh, and also, I, this is the same job I had to learn. Like I sent them a freaking DocuSign contract. You know how stupid I felt. <laughs> they yeah. sent you a contract. Like, yeah. You don't send them one. But you don't know. And you know what? Here's the other thing. I was very honest about it. I was like, listen, listen, man, we don't do this stuff a lot. We don't do commercial contracts a lot. But I promise you, we're going to build an awesome fence. You're going to like what we do for you. And just give us a chance. And we appreciate it. You know what I mean? I was very honest about it. Like, just, hey, we got you, man. Like, there's no, this is just a fence. That's all it is. It's just a lot of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Which job so, was uh, this? Was, uh, this is for a state park is what this was. Okay. With the uh, evil? No, no, no. We actually dug everything with a little beaver, believe it or not. <laughs> so we dug a mile of fence with a little beaver. And I'm proud to say that we didn't back down from that. So uh, anyways, we get done. Uh, I send them a bill. And then they're like, hey, uh, I don't know if I can pay you yet because we don't have a bond. You know? And I'm like, well, shit. I knew I should have had a bond. Yeah. You know? Like I called the insurance company. My mom was like, "Hey, mom, I need a bond." And she, I let her talk me out of it. You know what I mean? And so, and and you know when this was happening, Matt, this 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 whole conversation was happening when you and I were in Kentucky at the Mister Fence Academy, right? Well, I was so upset about it, I got up and walked into another room and I called the guy and I said, "Hey, man," uh, I said, "Look, I you know I, I read your contract. And I didn't think I had to have a bond. You know, I, like it, it kind of sounded like it, but it kind of like it, like it was optional." I said, man, I figured because it was such a fast job that we got in and got out that it wouldn't be an issue. You know what I mean? And like he's like, well, <sighs> let me send you an affidavit. You know, maybe I can fill that out and maybe I can get it pushed through. Well, he did. You know, it took 60 days and we got money, but it was 5% less, you know. And in, in the world of contracting, like if you can if you can make a 10% net profit, you're doing good. You know what I mean? So them holding 5%, like it doesn't sound like a lot when this, somebody says 5%, but when you really know your numbers, you're like, damn, it's hard to get the 10. Yeah. They're holding five. Like they're really right. holding everything on that job. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and uh, nobody, 
nobody tells you like, hey man, we're gonna award you this job and just say you know when you're done. If you have a bond, we're gonna pay you. And if you don't have a bond, we're not gonna pay you. Or if you don't have a bond, you're gonna have to fill. And when we do pay you, we're gonna hold on to five percent. Nobody tells you that. Nobody tells you that. You know what I mean? And 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 I'm not upset about it, but it's like, hey, get ready, man. They're gonna like it's dog eat dog, and they're gonna punch you in the mouth. And and I don't know how you go about learning other than to jump in and do it, or or to work for somebody else who already knows how to do it and follow what they do. You know, what yeah. I, mean? I don't know the pattern. So. Anyways, yeah, we want to talk about commercial contracts, Matt. No, it, I will tell you that when you when you dab into the commercial world, it's it's a completely different beast, and um, and we still do residential. I mean, we're 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 gonna do uh, I don't know two and a half three million dollars with the residential this year, and and that's awesome. I love it. Um, it's a, a big part of who we are, and I, I I'll be honest with you, the team that does that for us. I, I really I really love those guys, man. They're, they've been with me for a long time, and and uh, it's guys that have been promoted in, from the field up that are general managers. So the residential is a well-oiled machine right now, um, but the commercial world is where we're really at, and we travel too. So um, when you travel in the commercial world, it even adds a whole nother layer because there's there's uh, you have to have a state agent sometimes you there's different laws there's different rules there's you know um you know we're, we're looking at a job in hawaii right now and and found out you got to have a, a special license so i'm gonna have to partner with somebody which I, I reached out to um sean and he helped me out with that so if we get the job now i've got a partner that i can partner with and it's a very specialty job that we do uh, in the fence industry um that's not your typical chain link fence so um, but but there's all this. I mean, even like down to the submittal, you have to basically all you're doing in submittal is taking out a cutout of what they have and putting all your depths and your actual measurements and the spacing and verifying that so they know that you know what you're doing because they don't know. So I I was very fortunate. I cut my teeth on being in the general contracting world. So. For me to go from a general contractor to a fence guy was easy because I understood all their layers. So for, I walked into it. And I knew about what bonds are. I knew that how, how hard it was to bond. Um, I knew, by the way, when you get to a job that you're going to do a job and it's like a million dollar job and you need to bond it, call me, Cannon. Don't try to do it on your own because it's really, really difficult and you're going to lose your tail if they if you don't execute that project perfectly because when when there's a bond it's basically an insurance policy that they're taking out on you and you have to put your assets and and money against it and if you fail they collect and they're they're guidos they're gonna they're gonna get this right here this by the way is a louis well mazino ball bat and they're gonna come and and knock you upside the head and get everything, take everything. So it's really scary, but you also need to know this. Here's a nugget for everybody out there. When you're doing commercial work, it is a law that they are they in their contract. It says paid when gets paid. There is not a state in the union that says they don't have to pay you. So they have to pay you. They might be able to say, hey, the owner hasn't paid us yet. But after a certain period of time, you have to check, check your state laws. 
they have to pay you. And if they don't pay you, you can call their bond. You call their bond, I will tell you, you will shake up their world. You might not ever work for that company again because their bond is so precious to them. Now, now mind you, every general contractor out there right now that if any of them listen to this thing and they say, uh-oh, Matt Warner just let a cat out of the bag, I'm probably going to get beat up tonight. Because when you call on somebody's bond, it will crush their company. They don't want you calling on their bond. They don't want you collecting on their bond. So that's the last resort. But I, I want to fast forward to that is the last resort. If somebody's not paying you, you collect on their bond. That's scary. And I'm going to tell everybody out there right now that's getting into the commercial world, don't ever threaten a company about calling their bond. You're either going to do it or you're not. But don't ever threaten. Because they'll, then they'll be ready to fight and their word will spread really quick. So you have to be very careful and very strategic. Mm -hmm. Call me before you do, because I've been through all this. I've had that done. By the way, when the general contractor gets fired by an owner and you haven't gotten paid yet, you go to court with them because now there's no bond to collect. Ask me how I know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm kidding. Don't ask me how I know because... Right now, I've got $86,000 that we're trying to collect on a job from 2018 because the general contractor got fired. Jeez. And we're going to have to go to court and fight over it. File a lien on the property. It's it's So it's a really, really difficult world to be in. You can make some good money. It's also relate more relationship building, right? Because you go do a homeowner, you might do that homeowner in what, Dan, five, six, seven years, you might do another one for them. Yeah. Or, yeah. You can, or you do one for their family or their daughter or their or family or their, right. So there is that little bit, but when you're working with the general contractor, you're constantly grooming that relationship. You're going, you want to go to that ball game that they're at. So you can sit by them because, you know, baseball is one of those games that you can go at and have beers and you, you, you can visit the whole time and not miss anything on the game, right? It's very slow. <laughs> I, had, I had a guy teach me that. He uh, <clears throat> he would take customers and sit in the deer stand with them. He goes, they can't yeah. go anywhere. They have, yeah. He goes, you'll learn so much about somebody and, and form a relationship in three hours in the morning, in the afternoon, whatever, sitting in a, in a deer stand. He goes, yeah. so whenever we go hunting, he goes hunting with all his buddies, but he doesn't hunt with any of them. He's always in there with a customer, and they don't understand why. Oh, man, let that guy go with such and such. No, no, I'm going to take him. Yeah. Build that relationship. Yeah. yeah. And that's the, the, the general contracting world is more about relationship. Not always. I mean, we've got a contractor. We know him in town. He They always take low bid. And you know what? Not very often are we low bid. You know, we did a we did a one point uh, one million dollar prison job, and and uh, I figured I couldn't figure out uh, why we got the job because we're never a little bit. We were the only damn bidder. <laughs> sure enough, the next round came around. It was like one point three million, five bidders. We were the highest one. <laughs> oh well, it's way it goes. So, yes, uh, Warner, hey, Dan, I like that Dan Wheeler. He's a good yeah, dude. Dan's a nice yes, guy. Um, 
Good show. I listened to his podcast while I was walking the other morning. Hey, uh, but yes, commercial work, there's a lot. And I will tell you, too, another expense that you're going to have to have is getting your books certified. Um, having a not really a uh, audit done. You don't have to do an audit, but you might have to do a compilation or um, you might have to do something to have your books a little bit more gone through cost about 12 to 15 grand um, for them to go through and really do a deep dive into them to make sure you're not cooking the books and stuff. And we just do it every year now. You know, our, our accountant is a big part of our world now because uh, I wanted to get my bonding up around uh, 10 to 12 million. And um, that's really difficult to do. And you need to start working on it today. Uh, Everybody out there that's listening, if you want to get into commercial work, and you're serious about it, then you have to focus on your bonding power because you will be asked. Because here's what happens. Big general contractors go out there and they bid all these these jobs and they got $100 million worth of bonding. Once they filled up with bonding, one way for them to get bonded on more jobs is to have a sub bond from you. So they take your bond and give it to the bond. That way the insurance company, when they go to collect on there, can collect on somebody else's. And it's usually 1.2 or 3, 1 point. I, I usually, I think I pay somewhere between 0.9 to 1.3% bond rate. Depends on a couple of the terms and the warranty period. Because there's also a warranty period on the bond. I'm sorry, a bond on the warranty period. Sorry, getting ahead of myself. Um, so you might have to pay for that. And that's a little bit extra. So, by the way, we could talk about this for hours. And I'm sure everybody listening. Oh, so, so, Matt, do you, uh, what, what's the difference in like a, uh, you can purchase a bond per job, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a bonding agent now. Carry a bond, like a permanent bond. No, no. You know what I mean? Is that a, what's well, you can get one. For like when you do municipality work, a lot of times they'll have have you have a, a, a rotating bond um, that mm-hmm. is up to a certain dollar amount, and, and you have that with the city. Uh, that's really good. City municipality works good because they pay they pay their bills on time. Uh, cities do, um, so that's good work to do. I, I we started that kind of down that road right when we first got started. We city of Lincoln loves us. We do. We've done been doing work um, uh, with this. Uh, hey, but a bond. So once you start doing a lot, you don't want to buy them from your from your mom, your insurance agent. You want to go to a bonding agent. Uh, like Gene Lilly or or a bonding agent that actually focuses on bonds because instead of paying uh, three to five percent, you'll pay 0.9 to 1.2 percent. Um, and if you need help with that, let me know. Um, I'm well connected. My bonding agent is very good. Um, oh yeah, uh, should I be reading that or not? Yes, you can. So so uh, good. Good point, Josh. Um, okay. Once again, if if I'm, I don't want to talk about this all night I, because I don't want to bore your your audience. But if, if no, I'm everybody's not, look, look, everybody's wanting to know more. Look at okay. the comments. So, so a lot of times when you uh, a lot of jobs that you bid, you have to have a performance uh, bond, um, uh, and then sometimes you have to have a bid bond. A bid bond, a bid bond is something that you have to have ahead of time that says I am bondable. Do you catch that? I am bondable, meaning my I I already turned in the budget, the approximate material. So when you go to bid a job, your bonding agent you'll call them. I'll say, hey, hey Jim, I need a bond. Jim King is my hey Jim King. 
he's probably related to uh, the fence king because uh, it's king, king Jim King. Um, uh, but so so when you go to bid a job, you have to break out. Okay, how much labor? How much material? How much um, profit? Uh, and what's the overall general contract? So so I'll call him. I'll say, hey Jim, uh, I need a half a million dollar bond uh, or bid bond. Okay, great. Uh, usually that costs like 150 bucks. And, but I've already got myself pre-qualified up to a certain dollar amount. And he knows that I'm bondable up to like 12 million. So when I ask for that half a million and I'm only have $3 million worth of bonds out, he's like, yeah, you're good. Go ahead and turn it in. Now that also says that you're in, you're going to enter this contract if you land the work. And once you land the work, then you're going to get them a bond within a certain period of time. And then you have to, you have to write the $30,000, $40,000 check up front for that bond and for that insurance policy uh, of what it is that says, I will execute this project properly. So the bid bond means you're bondable and it notifies your bonding agent that, that you're going to be entering into this possible bid. And if you win it, they're going to get you a bond within so many days. It starts the clock ticking once it goes. Um, so the other thing is, is that there can be a warranty bond. So you have to really read your contract because if you have a warranty warrant bond, that could sit out there for two years and that can really mess up your, your uh, bonding capabilities, right? So you got to kind of figure out what exactly. It's uh, like credit. Yeah. Debt yep. income. It is. It's just, it's like credit. Yeah. Bonnie guy says, I will back this. I'll back Matt Warner up to this dollar amount. And normally you have to have so many dollars worth of assets or cash in order to enter this bond, uh, to be bond, to bond, bondable. Does any of that make sense? Yeah, it does actually. Um, so, oh, so, yes. So Josh is right. Basically, it's saying I can pay to play. That Very well done, Josh. Yeah, that's exactly right. Basically, it's it's saying I have I have the ability to do this job. Here's the other thing that gets tricky though, and and here's a nugget. And I don't, I don't know if Josh has ran into this or anybody else has ran into this, but um, if you, if you ever get on a job and all of a sudden that job doubles in size, and you hit your bonding capacity, that that gets to be a hairy time. So you have to go to the general contractor and you have to go meet with your bonding agent and you have to be ready for that. You have to see it because as the change orders come in, you still have to bond those dollar amounts. So when you get audited at the end of that job, you turn in how much it was because you still have to meet the bond requirement. Did any of that make sense? Yeah. Makes a lot Cannon, of sense, man. Cannon, call me. I'll take care of you, little buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes that makes that makes a lot of sense. You know, it's kind of like uh you know, I just learned about leasing and versus buying, and you know, um, you can tie up your your you can tie up your debt <laughs> with a hundred thousand dollars because you're purchasing something, or you can lease it and it only ties up fifteen hundred dollars. That's a slippery slope, man. You still got it, man. You know, so you know, you you, right, you learn it. those things. You're you hey, by the way, Dan. I I think leasing. Right now, leasing is a great option. Um, I, I still refuse to do it um, because um, what I what I like to do, well, 
you know what? Yeah, yes, leasing is a good option sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It just I don't I'm not I don't it's the only option. I'm just saying it is depending right. on where you right. are. I choose not to lease at all, but but I have a little bit different meaning to my madness and and I I could we could go on for hours and talk about it, but you're right. There, there's all these different tricks, guys. Commercial construction, though, if you're really going to try to push on the accelerator, you've got to also have a. Um, <laughs> who, invited, who invited Josh to the party? <laughs> Matt loves description. Depreciation. Depreciation. Oh, I well, I do. Thank you, Josh. Really? You, you know, you know the bad thing. The bad thing about depreciation is once it's gone, it's gone. Mm, not where I am. <laughs> not where I'm at, baby. It it I need it. We're we are we are. I will tell you, I and I said this the other day. I feel like I can see the seams of the ball on a fastball right now. Really? I am very well tuned into our company, and we are. Um, we're not even. We're not even close to where we're going to be in five years. I mean, it's, um, you guys wait, you guys just, you guys, uh, I got, I got some things up my sleeve that I can't wait to share with the fence industry. I, I think, I, I think as far as running a business, we're going to be able to share some, some nuggets. Um, you know, Dan, a little bit, even what we were talking about earlier. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to leave a hanger out there for everybody, but stay tuned. In the, in the next couple of years, there's going to be some, I'm going to share some great ideas on how to use real estate, buildings, properties, how to build oh, yeah. a pond for your guys to go fishing in, for them to shoot ducks. Um, I've got all these things and how you can pay for all that and build great culture and a sustainable uh, uh, business that will go on for years after I'm gone. Someday, Cannon, you're going to do this meeting with my son and my grandson or granddaughter or my daughter, and they're still going to be thriving because of the groundwork that we're laying right now. Hmm. You can take that to the bank. I say that all the time. I'm building an empire. Yeah. I'm building, I'm building a legacy. Yeah. I'm going to change the family tree forever. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Who's Stephen Moore? Do I know Stephen Moore? I know Stephen Moore. How do I know that name? Can't see the picture very well. It does oh, the it. Hey, by the way, you know what, what he said, what he's saying is interesting. You're right. Uh, Oh, hey, Ryan wants to go duck hunting. Let's go, baby. Industrial is a – can I read Ryan's, this? Yeah. Yeah. Industrial is a, is a dangerous game. I've seen a few subs run out of money before completing the project, and I've had to call the owner begging him to release funds to them. Okay. Let me – let me. Uh, here's a little hint on this. So you can bill – when you fill out um, uh, an SOV, when, when, you, when you do your SOV – you have to be very strategic on that. So what is SLB, uh, Matt? Uh, schedule of values. So uh, what, what, what Stephen's talking about is exactly right. But you, when what I like to do um, is 
I like to make sure that I get some of my labor in when my material is delivered because I like to bill for stored material. So when I order my material, all right, everybody tune in here. This is a, another little trick on how to get your cash to go a little bit longer. Are you ready? Dano, Dano, get you in. with me? Oh, yeah, <laughs> right. So it's very important that you, <laughs> I did that to you guys earlier. Uh, it's very important. So most, most industrial and commercial projects bill on between the 20th and 25th. Are you ready? Hold on. Cause I'm going to talk really fast because this is the way it goes. So between the 20th and 25th, you have to have your billing turned in. You have to have a certified, you have to have it stamped uh, by uh, a, a notary and you have to have it all turned in. If you screw that thing up, they'll reject your billing and they don't have to pay you. It's in your contract. It's real. It's kind of BS, but it'll happen. So make sure that you are getting that in front of your project manager that you're working with ahead of time. And say, hey, by the way, does this look good? Now, when you first start the job, you order the material. You want to make sure that material lands around the 27th or 28th of the month because you're going to get billed on that. So you're going to bill for that stored material on the 25th. You're going to tell them that it's landed on the 27th, 28th. You have to turn in pictures and insurance on that or make sure it's in a secured area. You take your pictures, you send it to the project manager. Mind you, you have to have a relationship with the project manager ahead of time and you have to have the schedule of values, the SOV, approved and tell him what you're doing. Be transparent. Now, you'll turn in that bill. You're going to have to pay for that the next month. So what you do is you go to your banker and you say, hey, I've got this half million dollar job. I have to order this material. Will you float me the money? I don't need it until... 30 days after you turn in your thing, right? Your banker says, you know what? I can write you a loan on that material, but I'm going to have to have uh, Stevens or Master Alco or whoever you're working for um, notify them. So when the material is delivered, blah, blah, blah. So you have to play this game a little bit. Next month, you write the check and you pay off Stevens so you don't get in trouble with them. The next month comes and hopefully you're, you're on your A game and you got your crap, your poop in a group. They call you and they say, hey, I need you to get that material ordered or, or installed. And you say, you know what? I would love to do that. But I turned in a bill just like you told me to on the 25th that you approved on the 18th and that you made sure it was good. I even went out and made sure that I paid off so I can sign the lien waiver. The lien waiver, because there's also a lien waiver involved. That's a big freaking deal. Don't screw up the lien waiver, Cannon, or I'll Jeez slap Christ. you. Then you say, hey, by the way, I even borrowed money. Look, here's my bank statement. And you get in your little vehicle. <laughs> and you go talk to the PM and you say, look, man, I borrowed the money. I got it on site. I want to come install this for you, but you haven't paid me. And it's been 60 damn days. And they're like, the owner won't pay us. And you say, well, wait a minute. You want me to do work? I'm going to do that work and he's not going to pay me for that. That's how this has to work. Good communication, but you have to have a plan. And it all starts by writing the right SOV where you have a little bit of your profit and your labor in there. So once your bill comes over there, you have some money left over to pay your guys to get there, to get to the next pay period. Any of that makes sense? Yes. I love it. And you know what's great about this? It's it's recorded forever. Oh crap! And if it doesn't make sense, we can watch it again. All right. Beep 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 beep. I'm backing out.
Hey, uh, Dan, put up that Shane Stafford comment. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm the puppet master. Yeah, Dan's hosting the show tonight. And Dan, you're doing a freaking fabulous job. I am. Thank you, man. I, I have never been able to just like really listen and, and, and be a What's part this? of the show. I've been learning. I've been learning a lot about recognition. Cannon, I got you. All is good. What does that mean? So look, this is Shane Stafford. He is he, he sells he sells me more fence than anybody in the nation. Okay. Shane's got a man bun, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> who, nice who's, he, who's he with? Shane is with Stevens Piping Steel. Yeah, and he's oh, a, yeah. He's an so upstanding we, guy and he, he answers my calls. I can text him and I'll wear his ass out. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like the guy the last minute, like, oh shit, it's um it's six o'clock the night before the truck's coming. Hey, Shane, man, can you throw some tension bands in the cab for me? I know you can because you've done it before. <laughs> and he always pulls through. So you know, you know what that says to me? Uh, we, built, we built our entire inventory system and PO catalog based on Stevens Pipe and Steel product numbers. Okay. I probably shouldn't say that because Shane, listen, I'm I know you're here. I still check you, dude. I still check you, okay. <laughs> but the service is so outstanding. Um, there's a 98% chance I'm buying from Stevens regardless. Okay. And when that when that bill comes in, uh, his product number matches my product number. It makes it easy. It's just seamless. You know what I mean? And we just keep on trucking. And it's it's all because he called me today. He said, Hey man, uh, what else you need on the truck? Coming tomorrow. What do you, what do you need? And I'm like, honestly, Matt. When somebody asks me, what do I need on the truck? He's so good to me. I'm like, damn. I'm trying to I'm trying to think the shit that he can put yeah. on the truck for me. You know, what I mean? you know that that is good. We we've got the same thing. Both Stevens and Master um, take very good care of me, and um, they are a, a big part of our success. And I will tell you, um, when Jameson was Jameson. Um, we bought 90% of everything from them. Um, they really, I'm going to tell you guys something. So one time, one time I, I got myself in a pickle and, and I got way behind and my, my LOC or my line of credit was maxed out. And uh, I got to the point where I was like, Oh crap. For the first time I'm, I can't, I don't, I don't know where to get the money. Like I, I, I don't, I don't, I just don't have it. Uh, so I called up Kevin um, uh, down there in Kansas city. And I said, Hey, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do, man. I, I, and by mind you, this is like 2017. So I'm rocking and rolling. I'm well past 3 million a year and you would think I'd be okay, but I just didn't, I didn't plan right. You know what he said to me? Eh, just pay me next month. Hmm. I went, are you freaking kidding me? Seriously? He's like, yeah, you're good for it. I'll call the corporate office. You're good. I'm telling you. You know who else did that? John Ball. Uh, Ball Fabrics. I'll give them a shout out. Uh, Ball Fabrics down in uh, Florida. I think I you guys might have, might have met him. John, I will tell you, uh, if you need windscreen, if anybody out there needs windscreen, they have a windscreen right now that took a 90 mile an hour win on a tennis court in Waverly, my hometown, and it did not break the uh, ties and it did not come down. I'm telling you, if you need, it's expensive, but it's the best. 
It's the best. That's what we wrapped our yard with. We wrapped our yard with John Ball stuff, with Ball Fabric. And they're good people, aren't they, Dan? Huh? They're they're damn good people. Oh, man, they were easy to work with. A matter of fact, um, Benji, the guy who does all our our stuff, he had my logo in a vector file, and he had it every which way you could use it, reverse colored, all this stuff. So I shot that over to John. And John calls me and he's like, uh, I wish every customer did this. <laughs> he's like, this is amazing. Yeah. It's so easy. So, yeah, so big shout out to Ball Fabrics. Yeah, Can we I give them a little bit of love? If you need windscreen. Also, we, we uh, Unlimited Sports Solutions sells it. So if you're in the Midwest, um, call Ron Dubas or Chris Glassburner here at US uh, Unlimited Sports Solutions. We sell all of their stuff. They are We are big fans of the Ball family. They are uh, they were just up here visiting with me. They they came up for a steak. Um, and my oh, big news! I forgot to tell you guys this. Operation Epic Two. Nope, nope. <laughs> my daughter's getting married. Hey! Oh, he's finally going to be part of the family. He's no longer baggage. Remember? Yeah, no more baggage. Yeah. Remember me telling you guys about the baggage? Yeah. Yeah. You're just baggage until you make a commitment. That's right. Until until you make a commitment, you're nothing more than me than a boyfriend or girlfriend, which is baggage. Yeah, that's all you are. Now I will give him credit. He wanted to be Louis Vuitton, which I don't even know what the hell that is. Uh, but apparently it's a really expensive bag. But I will tell you guys, all of your life, you're gonna hope and pray that your kids marry somebody that makes them happy. And by golly. I think my daughter's happy. So really, that's ready. awesome, man. Yep. Hey, I want to get back to the the giant ball with ball fabrics. I don't know if you guys know this out there, but give John a call, and if you're wrapping your personal yard, he'll cut you a deal on the on the, on the uh, fabric. Yeah, he will. He'll take very good care of you. Yeah, I was John Ball for your personal yard. I was like, yeah, he's like, oh, let me send over a different quote. Yeah. So he, he was mad at me. He comes to my house. He walks my backyard and he's like, you got slats in your backyard. I'm like, man, it's the city thing. They made the city made him do it over there. He's like, I'm going to, I'm going to take care of you. He took a picture of my fence on the sides. Cause on the back I have chain link, six foot chain link with just white slats. Looks like oh, crap. Yeah. He took a picture of my side fences and he's going to do a mural of what my side, and I'm going to put it on the back. Now, my wife doesn't know this, so hopefully she's not listening. Where I'm going to surprise her, I'm going to put it on the back so it'll look like wood fence all the way around. That's cool. That is Call cool. John Ball. Everybody right now, if you're out there, if you need any windscreen, if you need anything like that, man, he is the man. He will take care of you, especially construction job sites. Uh, you can sell it by the bulk. We sell a ton of it. Um, we sell all of our netting is this. Sorry, again, some of these things pop up by themselves, and I'm not paying attention. It's a, middle That's a long comment. comment right there. He said, yeah. basically, what he's saying is that if you don't, have, you got to have your submittals done right away in order to get the big fits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, guys, stuff. it is uh, it's it's 8 p.m. coming up on 8 central time. Uh, I think we need to wrap it up. We've had some storms roll through here since I've been on, uh, and I'm just tired. But Matt, hey, look, man, I wanna uh, I wanna say thank you for being here, and, and and you're so kind, you really are, man. Uh, you tell me 
I don't know. You, you just I called Matt the other day and I asked for his help, and he said, "Man, I'm so glad you called because I didn't know what else I was going to do. I was I was I was freaking out. I didn't know who to call." myself and then you called out of nowhere and i was so glad but it's like man how can i become more like that like man thank you for calling i didn't know what the hell i was gonna do well so i know that's not true but damn it made me feel good and but look tonight i sit here i drank from a mild salesman cup and guys listen he wants to plug in john ball and and, and by all means john ball deserves it shane over at stevens hey dude you deserve it scott jarrett over at dicker specialties you guys are freaking rock stars I see your comments coming through. You guys deserve recognition. But look, my salesman, guys, we send people every single day, okay, to my salesman. It's by far the the, the, the best team member that we have at Jackson Fence. It's always there 24-7. It costs nothing. You know what I mean? Like, it is so inexpensive. You might as well say it costs nothing. Like, we pay a person to work more for one day than we do for my salesman to work 24-7 for a month. You know what I mean? So, uh, and if you get on my Facebook page and people do uh, all day on Sunday for some reason, Sunday's the most popular day, just so you know. Uh, and, and at nighttime, they're, they're greeted with, a, with an automatic message that says, hey, thank you for choosing Jackson Fence. We'd love to have your business. We know you're here for a price. Click this link. You'll get a price. And then we'll be in contact with you. Hey, so it's working get, on our behalf. I didn't get a chance to tell you, but Robert Whitaker of Magnolia Fence out of Fort Worth, he's got a pretty big operation. Yeah. He huge. went both he went bow fishing right an hour from me. Stopped in the office today. And when he saw all the people that I had sent in the sent to it's in on my job members, it's sent to VFD, virtual fence designer. He's like, you sent all those people to my salesman? I was like, yeah. We take their call, get their information. Well, we send them to my salesman. And I was like, here. And I scrolled to within budget because once they do one, we throw them into the uh, within budget column. He's like, oh, my God. I was like, yeah, man. We It, it does it all itself. It's, it's great, man. Yeah. So, guys, oh, I want you to know, too, that I'm – I. I really want people to know that just give it a try. And if you don't like it, there's no contract there. It's the first 30 days are absolutely free. And we really, it's no pressure sales. We, we want people in the industry to understand that, that this is a product that was made to solve a problem. Um, now we're very passionate about it and I love it to death and uh, we're growing and Dan, what I'm going to kick out this fall, Dan, you are going to love. I have a new product. I can't wait to tell you about it. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm putting some prices on it right now, uh, but my team's going to go. And Dan, it, for your system, you are going to you're going to want to kiss me on the freaking lips. I'm not no tongue, hey. but you're going to want to kiss me on the lips. It's I already want to with that uh, with that finance with that financing link, man. Yeah, we we've got some good stuff coming out. So you guys, uh, I appreciate it. Part of what I wanted to do for you guys is I want to support you guys in the industry. And we've been blessed. Um, we have a lot of things going really good for us. So thank you so much for uh, letting my salesman be a, a sponsor of the show. Um, you guys are very good to me. You're, you're, you're taking good care of us. You, you pump our brand, our name. But hopefully it's mostly because it works. Mm -hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. So thank you so yeah. much. It's an easy fit. 
Well, uh, hey, Dan, this is your first night hosting. I don't know if you know how to shut it off, but there should be a stop. Upper left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thank you, Matt. We appreciate you. Man, thank everybody, you. everybody's uh, loving the hey, show, man. Hey, 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 that's, 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 that's several great shows in a week. And, and guys, uh, I, I just want to say, Dan, I know, you, I know you need to end it, but look, man, I, I appreciate everybody watching. I like – I. At one point, this was a hard show to do, okay? But I've got to where I thoroughly enjoy it. And I, I don't know. Uh, the show is has evolved, and it's less about us, and it's more about you. It's more about our yeah. guests, and, and we I enjoy that. And and we have had awesome guests after awesome guests after awesome guests. And, Dan, do we have a guest lined up for next week already that we know for sure? Uh, I don't have it in front of me, man. I know Tessa Marie is in the pop pipeline, and I'm, ex I'm freaking ecstatic yeah. about that. Uh, He's in the pipeline. Um, hold on, I'm looking right now. Sean and King is going to be back. I know that too. Um, anyways, guys, if, if you like got Josh if, Glover in the pipeline. Yes. If you like the show and you're watching, we appreciate you. Uh, a little pro tip here. It's a lot easier to listen to the show. And we're on every podcast platform there is. Oh. Uh, I use Apple Podcasts. And sometimes, believe it or not, I listen to it myself. Because...